what I would do a lot of times is I would box certain things up so I'd only have to feel what I wanted to feel when I wanted to feel it. Have you ever wondered how narcissists manage to hide their true selves and like manipulate other people? Maybe you find it confusing of how they can just seem like one thing is happening, then they switch to another thing. Maybe you're struggling to comprehend like how can they actually compartmentalize their stories and their emotions? What does it actually look like? Well, join me today as we dive into the world of narcissistic compartmentalization. Explore some of the impacts on what it does to the narcissist, to you, like what this actually looks like on a day-to-day basis. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness about narcissistic abuse. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the seven-day challenge called Escape Toxicity which is our plan of helping you move forward out of the toxic relationship into the healing journey that we have prepared for you. This whole journey is confusing and it's hard for a lot of people to be able to navigate. So we try to script it out so you have a community that's going through that 7-day challenge at the same time and you're able to step into the certainty of whose fault was it? What about reactive abuse? What about shame? What about guilt? What does this look like when you're dealing with a narcissist? So check that out. You can click on the link in the bio to help you move forward in your healing, in your journey today. If you want to work one-on-one, you can go to rawmotivations.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When we talk about this aspect of compartmentalization, it's normally used by narcissists. Sometimes you have other types or other people that use it or oftentimes will get mistaken for disassociation of just like pushing things away. When we talk about this aspect of compartmentalization, it's this idea of boxing it up, of putting something in a box or in a spot to be able to say, hey, this is that. Like this is only going to be what I think about in this scenario or with this person. With narcissists, bringing in compartmentalization lets them kind of segment or like segregate different pieces of their mind, especially when we talk about emotions and different feelings and what bubbles up from the abuse that they've actually given to other people. When we talk of this aspect of compartmentalization as well and the boxing up piece, this is a piece that has been very evident in my life growing up. So growing up, I knew about this idea of boxes. Like that's how I describe it the majority of the time. Because for me, compartmentalization was boxing things up. It was not letting people see my true emotions, not letting people see my feelings. Now, this could be from a multiple different aspects of it, of where I didn't want to appear a certain way. I didn't want to look vulnerable. I didn't want to have this shame or I didn't want to deal with different parts of me. So I was always hiding it was always moving it to the side. But there was also different pieces that I didn't want to deal with. I didn't want to admit that it was my fault, that it was something that I felt guilty about. I didn't want to acknowledge that. So I would take it and I would box up that emotion, box up that feeling and push it to the side. Early on growing up, there was times that I would deal with certain emotions in a private manner, in a way that no one else would ever see because I didn't want to look vulnerable to other people. I didn't want to look bad to other people. So I would deal with that emotion. I would box it up. I would push it to the side. And then if it ever came up, 
I would feel in my mind, I don't have to deal with it. I don't have to actually process it because I've already dealt with it. This is my way of just avoiding emotion completely. I'm trying to say it's not safe to actually show emotion. So I would box it up. I would move it to the side. And this happened a lot of times, even with the death of family members. It was like, if I knew something was happening, I would take care of it in my mind first so that when it actually happened, I wouldn't cry. I wouldn't show up with emotion. I wouldn't show up at all. I would just be like, that is what it is. Sounds really callous, really harsh, right? Because what I was doing is I was boxing it up. That was my version of it. That's what I knew at that point. Now, with stepping farther into life and growing up more and then getting engaged, getting married, and then the affairs that happened after that, boxing and using compartmentalization was a tool that I would use to manipulate and a tool to continue to do this over and over and over again. Now, this aspect of compartmentalization, I would then segregate relationships, stories, lies into different boxes saying, hey, this only exists with this person. This truth that I'm saying would only exist with this person. This truth over here is only with this person. This lie is actually to this group of people over here. And so it started to segregate and box people and emotions up in different ways so that I didn't have to deal with it, so I didn't have to be accountable to it. And so ultimately, I could keep doing the things that I wanted to do while still looking good in all the different boxes I'd place myself in. Like, this aspect of compartmentalization, I would get to the place of employing and using so that I could actually avoid conflicting realities, like avoid emotional pain of me being wrong. Okay. And I'm not saying that to be the victim. I'm saying that's just what was going through my head. Like, I don't want to be wrong. So I have to be able to avoid this. This aspect of being able to do this would, in my mind, protect me from the other people, protect me from the other things. Recently, I had a meditation. It was probably about a couple, uh, probably like a month ago now. And in this meditation, dealt with a piece of shame. There's always different pieces of shame that I'm dealing with, that I'm working through. And what came out of it was this idea and this thought that shame basically was saying to me, it's easier to kill than it is to experience life. And this might be out there because people haven't heard me really talk about meditation or stuff like that. But like, like, when I was going through this, the thought process and the idea was like, it's easier to take things, to box it up, to push it to the side so that you don't actually feel them. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. So you don't actually experience life because that's too painful. These are like the lies, the stories that I'm telling myself. That's too painful, so let's not deal with that. That's too painful, so let's push it aside. Dealing with your own guilt, that's too painful, so we'll push it aside. Always trying to have this like victim mentality of like, hey, it's not my fault, right? There's so many different aspects to that. But the whole idea was trying to box and push things to the side and sedate and get away from things instead of actually feeling, instead of actually experiencing life, the good and the bad. But oftentimes I'd only compartmentalize and I would shove to the side the things that I thought was bad, however skewed that version was going to be, so that I could do the things that I wanted to do. Think of it this way, like a lot of times you'll have a narcissistic person that will 
look a certain way, that are act a certain way, but then behind closed doors, it's a completely different reality. Maybe you're in the relationship now and he's communicating you to you really abusive, like emotionally manipulative, gaslighting, calling you a bunch of names, belittling you, but then out in public, he's completely different. You're like, how can he keep those two separate? Then when you're out in public with him, he's all loving. He's like, oh my gosh, he's like the best person ever. Like all these things, you're like, this, this is not the same person. A lot of what's happening is compartmentalization. Is he's at, he's uh, he's pulling from different boxes based on the people that he's around. So the people that he's around now, let's say his family members, and he's acting all loving to you, that's the box that he has to conform to. That's the box that he has to live in so he looks good, so he looks acceptable to what's happening there. Narcissists will do this over and over to box up different things to try to get the best reality. The hard part is it leaves you confused, it leaves your kids confused, it leaves other people confused if they ever see behind the mask. Because they're like, wait a second, what is actually true? This provides cognitive dissonance, a bunch of things that keeps you locked into the relationship. When a narcissist boxes up their stories, they don't delete them. They know they're there. It's not like they get rid of them. They know that they're there, but they're choosing which version of reality, which box to jump in to be able to manipulate. Compartmentalization a lot of times is used as a manipulation tool and is used to manipulate and control you because if they can separate different aspects of their lives, if they can separate like these feelings and these emotions, if they can separate this reality and this reality, if they can like separate different aspects, they can present this idealized self to certain people, to certain individuals or situations while still having toxic behaviors behind closed doors. This enables a place of maintaining power, like protecting a false image and avoiding accountability. That's what it's about. It's about trying to avoid accountability and continue to move forward. So I would compartmentalize the different realities based on who I was with. So if I was with my wife, that would be that reality, that box, that compartment. And then when I was with the affair partner, I would be in that reality, that box, that compartment. The two wouldn't touch. The two wouldn't cross over until they did, but the two wouldn't typically touch because the whole goal is let me keep them separate just enough so that I can step into this box. I can step into this reality and show up a certain way, have a mask, right? It would look a certain way. And then I can step into another reality, another box, another compartmentalization of being with another person. And I can show up a different way. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now, in my mind, a lot of times I would just determine this as I have a giant warehouse in my mind. And that would have different boxes. And inside the box would be relationships, emotions, feelings, all that icky stuff. You know, all the different things there. And I would take it, I would box it up. And if it was something that I didn't want to experience again or I didn't want to deal with, I'd kind of shove it back in the dark recesses of the warehouse of saying, hey, that's done. I don't have to worry about it. But then as a result, it wouldn't be something I would pull back up unless I wanted to. Because this whole piece of being vulnerable and being honest and starting to open up is a whole new world. 
stepping into this world of actually trying to open up and be honest, not just with everybody, but with myself of this is what I'm actually feeling. This is what I'm actually experiencing. It's a new experience. And it's one that we've been dealing with and, and beating down shame for such a long period of time because shame has been trying to like attack in my mind. Like shame has been like, oh no, you can't share this. You can't open up this way. And I'm like, no, we're stepping into a, a place of being vulnerable, of opening up the boxes, of pulling the shit out and saying, hey, this is what's actually going on. The more we're able to do that, the more I'm able to identify where I'm at and where I need to go. And so what we try to do with every piece, every person that we work with is trying to identify where you're at and where you want to go and how we're going to get there step by step by step. Unless we get to this honesty, this vulnerability piece, we can't really work with much. If you're dealing with a narcissist that's boxing up and compartmentalizing different pieces and they're not willing to be honest or vulnerable, there's not a whole lot you can work with. If you need help going through this or navigating or trying to figure out how do you start moving forward in the healing process, then reach out. Go to www.rawmotivations.com. Reach out today. And if you haven't already, like, subscribe, rate, review. If you're listening to podcasts, thanks so much. And we'll talk to you guys next time.